0: Hello and welcome to the Abbott and Costello show from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
2: C A M E L S. That's right, folks. B for comedy. A for Abbott. M for Maxwell. E for Ennis. L for Lou Costello. Yes, they spell camel. Your taste will tell you about camel's rich, full flavor. Your throat will welcome Camel's cool mildness. So draw up a chair for tonight's Camel show, starring Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. <laughs> Costello, Costello, what happened to you? Hey, why are you late? Oh, am I in trouble, Abbott? I drove my car to a red light. They're going to find me two thousand dollars. Oh, ridiculous! They can't find you two thousand dollars for going through a red light. Oh no! This light was in a drugstore window. <laughs> hey,
3: that's
2: terrible. Yeah, they also want me to pay three hundred dollars for cost. Uh, what are the costs for? Well, when my car hit that drugstore, I sailed over the windshield and slid down a long soda fountain. En route, I knocked over eight bottles of milk. Six banana splits, a bowl of tuna fish salad, and I wound up on a toothpaste counter with Irium and Miriam. Hey, wait a minute. Anything else? Yeah, the policeman took my Boy Scout knife and my Lone Ranger revolver out of my car. Costello, why do you carry a knife and revolver when you drive a car? So I can shoot up one street and cut across the other. (laughs) Hey, Costello are you one of those hollywood drivers lou who drives like a madman and pays no attention to the pedestrians or are you uh the other kind what other kind uh, there's others yes there's others where were you going in such a hurry well i had a date with one of those towers models she had one of them funny names uh, was it uh candy jones no chili williams no uh choo choo johnson no i got it sour cream shapiro <laughs> I... sour cream shapiro yep yeah. She's the most popular girl in this neck of the woods. Any girl that next in the woods must be popular.
3: <laughs>
2: but I ain't going out with this girl no more. She lives in Glendale. And over there, they got a 12 o'clock curfew. Well, they have a 12 o'clock curfew in every town, Lou. At noon? Uh...
3: <laughs> Costello, day by day, you get more stupid.
2: How can you be such a consistent idiot? I got a charge account. <laughs> What's your excuse? What's my excuse? What's your excuse? No, just look at you. Your appearance is disgraceful. Look, why didn't you wear that new shirt I gave you? I can't. The collar is too high. Every time I hiccup, my head disappears. <laughs> I don't know why you're ever coming here tonight. Well, I had to, Abbott. Why? All my little kid friends, they're all waiting for me to tell them a story. Of One of those famous stories I always tell them. Only tonight I'm going to tell them about Aladdin and his wonderful lamb. Oh, do so. I'm tell! I'm going to tell it right now. The only thing is, Abbott, I ask you to keep your mouth Quiet and shut up, oh, and you don't say nothing. Oh, no, no. Sir. Now, you don't interrupt me at no time no, at all I, while I Don't worry about me.
3: Not like you do every week. No, 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 no.
2: So, why don't you slip over to Tom Brennanman to get yourself an orchid? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> all right, go ahead
3: with the story. I want
2: to hear it. Okay. All right. Now, little kitty, here I go. All right. Once upon a time, there was a little boy named Aladdin. Al- Aladdin, Aladdin? who? He? Aladdin who? <laughs> Aladdin who? Yeah. Aladdin, the foreign country. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Abbott, I asked you to leave me alone. Well, You're right. I, Just want to make sure, I didn't. I never heard this story. keep quiet. All right, I'm sorry. You get me so mad. Now, take it easy. Take it easy. Now, Aladdin had a much magic carpet. Magic carpet. He sat on a carpet and, zoop. it flew up in the air. Now, Zeus, what, cop- what made the carpet go up? What made the carpet go up? Yeah. The OPA took the steel off and <laughs> up the place. Now, look out, but I'm, I'm asking you for the last Well, please keep your mouth shut. All right, now, don't take it so seriously. That makes such a fool All right, take in, it in front easy. of the kids. All right, go ahead. Okay. Now, one day, Aladdin was flying along on his carpet when another guy went past on a rug. And this guy pulled out a towel and started shooting at him. Now, Aladdin now, didn't minute, want nobody now. to just shoot at him. Now, wait a minute, Lou. Now, wait no a minute. Defense. Hold on. Hold on. How could he shoot at him with a towel? This was a cannon towel. towel. <laughs> Why do you get me? See me all mixed up now? Go keep ahead quiet. with the story. Now one day Aladdin found an old lamp, a real old old lamp. No, the the old lamp was t- so old it was uh, extinct. Yeah, it was extinct. It smelled from oil. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you this? So let me tell a story. Well, go ahead. Tell it. Now Aladdin rubbed the lamp, and yoik, a genie appeared with a white horse. Aladdin grabbed the horse's hair. Now, uh, you mean, not, no, 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 you mean Aladdin grabbed the horse by the mane. He grabbed the horse by the mane. <laughs> by the mane, what? You grab, so, mane, what? Well, what you, so you grab the horse by the mane, what? what do you say? Go ahead. All I know is you grabbed the horse by the mane. That's all. The mane, the the horse's neck. The so, horse's neck? Anybody yeah. knows that the horse's neck, sir are human. Let him neck. You oh, can't stop oh, him. Now, when the genie told Aladdin he could have anything he wished for, Aladdin would just rub the lamp. So every time he rubbed the lamp, he got presents. So he rubbed and he rubbed, and he got stuff and more stuff until he had surpluses. Well, so after he had Wait a minute, just a minute. I'll just a uh, minute. Enough is enough. How can you use the word surplus? When you don't even know, know what surplus means. I don't know what surplus means? You don't. Shame on you, Abbott. I know what surplus means. What does it mean? I know it's a big word. What does it mean? I'll tell you what it means. Surplus means like, if I have two pairs of shoes, that's surplus. So I give you one pair. Now, if I got two dogs, that's surplus. So I give you one dog. Now, if I got two beautiful blondes, that's surplus. So I... <laughs> Abbott, why don't you put them shoes on and take that dog for a walk? <laughs> Wait a minute, you faker. How dare you come out here and deliberately take a classic from the Arabian Nights and twist it into a mishmash of falsehood and fabricate a diabolic absurdity. Wait a minute, Abbott. Watch your language. What do you mean? This program is being wigwagged to the campfire girls. (laughs) Costello, are you trying to ridicule me? Your friend who sticks to you through thick and thin... Why do you treat me so shamefully? Oh, I'm a bad boy. (laughs) And are you sorry you told that story? But I've told that story with great success many times on the radio. Uh, How is it I never heard you tell that story on the air? Well, I... I... Well, well, it so happens I did the story in the East, and it was transcribed from an earlier hour so it could be turned off at a more convenient time. (laughs) Castella, I can't make up my mind whether you're a simpleton... An imbecile or a moron? (laughs) (laughs) Ha-ha! Got you over a barrel, ain't I?
1: According to a recent nationwide survey, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Yes, three leading independent research organizations put this question to 113,597 doctors. What cigarette do you smoke, doctor? The brand name most was Camel. Well, that's natural, you Camel smokers will say. I like Camel's rich, full-bodied flavor and cool mildness, so why shouldn't doctors? They smoke for pleasure, just like anybody else. If you're not a Camel smoker, why don't you try a Camel on your T-zone, that's T for taste and T for throat, now. See if you don't say, yes, sir, Camel suit my T-zone to a T.
2: a Camel Cigarette and listen to Skinny Anna's sing. Met a gal in Calico, down in Santa
1: Fe, used to be her Sunday boat, till I rode
2: away. Do I want her, do I want her love, yes sirree, will I win her, will I win her love,
1: wait and see, working in a rodeo. Go from town to town, sing most every kind of
2: gal, every kind of gal, but who made my heart to, it's the I, it's the O, my little gal, tell of so She'd better be Am I hoping to be in her Yes, sir we. But who made my heart sing It's the eye, it's it the My little gal in Calico My new invention is finished. I just built a machine for 75 cents that will save billions for science. A 75-cent machine that will save scientists for yes, billions? Yes. What does it do? What does it do? Give yes. me your hat and I'll show you. Uh, yeah. no, I placed the hat on the machine and pulled the lever that lowers this big cleaver. <laughs> Costello, you've ruined my hat. You've cut my new atom hat in half. Hooray! It worked! I have split the atom! <laughs> dummy that thing will never make a nickel but i have an idea that it will make us ten thousand dollars by tomorrow night just think you'll be able to get a complete new wardrobe a diamond ring a car and a chauffeur and just a minute and Adam. you ain't gonna get me to be queen for a day no 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 no, 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 no Costello. now here's how we get the ten thousand dollars now i've made arrangements with an inventor to use you in a great experiment Here he's Come. going to shoot you in a rocket to the moon. And just for that, we get $10,000? Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. I wish you'd... It... Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Who's gonna shoot who and what to where? Calm down, Costello. You've got nothing to be scared about. There's nothing to it. You just got into the rocket ship, and you get a free ride to the moon. <laughs> well, that's different. <laughs> for a minute, I thought you said I was gonna go to the moon. You did say it! <laughs> It. I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it. No. After all the trouble I had convincing that scientist that you <laughs> were the man. Aren't you ashamed of yourself? What are you, a coward? A milksop? A white-livered rat? A yellow snake? You can bet I'm in there someplace.
3: <laughs> but
2: I ain't going to do it. Shame on you, Costello. You're not going to do it. Think of me. Think of what I went through convincing that scientist that you, <laughs> you should have this great opportunity that we could make $10,000. Do you realize the scientist turned you down three times? He did? He did. He didn't want you to go in that rocket, but I forced the issue. That's my power. You'll bet you'll I. Insisted he forced the issue. Absolutely. When the guy didn't want me, you boy.
1: issue.
2: I fought the issue. So off I go. That's right, you <laughs> know. That scientist said you didn't have brains enough to fly a kite, let alone a rocket. He said you were an incompetent poop, a bloated blockhead, and a nitwitted noninity. Mm-hmm. That scientist said I was an incompetent poop, a bloated blockhead, and a nitwitted noninity. Was that his message to me? Yes. Then I want you to take my answer back to him. What is it? You tell him he's right. (laughs) Period. P.S., I ain't gonna do it. Lock off, dog sense. Those rocket ships are safe. They operate on uh, uranium-235. Haven't you heard of uranium-235? No, but I know a honey at main 532. No, no, no. I'm talking about the uh, scientific formula for u- uranium two three five. Oh, rabbit! Why did you say so? I just happen to have it on me. You no know, swell. Uranium two three five is an isotope. It's surrounded by and rich activity, activated by charcoal gum.
3: With, ha
2: ha! You didn't think I knew it, eh? <laughs> With electrical rheostat on the Atchison, Topeka, and a Santa Fe.
3: All
2: this is in the process of. Process of what? Exactly. And on that you may quote <laughs> me. Uh, come in. <laughs> Greetings, Mr. Abbott. Where is the chump? Uh, sucker? Uh, oh, no. The boy who's going to the moon in my rocket? Uh, <laughs> right here, Professor. This is Luke Costello. Mr. Costello, to make this experiment, you should have your parents' consent. Where is your mater and tater? They went to the theater with my braider and shader. <laughs> Well, I hope I have more luck with you than we've had with the other 35 rockets I've aimed at the moon. You shot 35 guys up there already? What happened to them? I don't know. I lose more darn rockets that way. Well, I ain't going. That moon is a terrible place. Oh, no, my boy. The moon is lovely. The moon is made of green cheese. How do they get that cheese way up there? Haven't you heard of, uh, the buttermilk sky? My that's pretty. Would you care to churn in?
3: I don't mind.
2: Let's skim through it together. Oh, All right. Castell, it out, out. Castella. Castella. Uh, uh, Professor Costello will be ready to take off tomorrow morning. Just a second, Professor. What kind of a rocket is this? Well, it has forty-six propellers. It's air conditioned. It has a snap bar. What makes it <laughs> run? Twisted rubber bands. <laughs> oh, Twisted rubber bands. That was a snappy answer. I got my laugh, fatty. Don't stretch it. <laughs> <laughs> Forget him, Costello. We haven't got much time. Now, what equipment will you need for the trip? Well, as long as you talk me into it, Abbott, I'll need a supply of food and a native girl in case I get lost. Some warm clothing and a native girl in case I get lost. (laughs) A camera and a native girl in case I get lost. And a map of Rhode Island. (laughs) Why are you taking a map of Rhode Island? That's to make sure I get lost.
3: (laughs) Hiya, fellas.
2: Hello, Skinny. Hello, Hoghead. I heard you were going to the moon. I brought you something to take along. A pair of skunkier earmuffs. What for? In case you meet a skunk with cold ears. <laughs> Kitty, who is this with you? Oh, pardon me. Hey, Costello, this is my girlfriend, Gwendolyn. She came down to get a last look at
0: you. Oh, Mr. Costello, I consider myself fortunate to me such a creature of such intellectual sat- here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh.
0: I think your view is all just beautiful.
2: This kid sounds like she's got a snoo y <laughs> Oh, this
0: associate young gives me the same satisfaction and exhilaration as that musical composition. He met Mr. Pucky. <laughs> what
2: does she gargle? Brillo?
0: <laughs> well, I must make my departure, and may I met my congratulations on your vet, into the future?
2: You bet you're. And I'm glad to have met you. Well,
0: goodbye. And I consider myself quite unique to a fashion up with kids.
2: Am I glad she's gone? This kid could ruin my diction
3: <laughs> and louse
2: up my punctuation. <laughs> hey, look, Adela. <Stella>. She's <clears> from <throat> Marilyn Maxwell.
4: Ah, oh, there you are, Lewis, honey.
2: Oh, Abbott. You call me by my maiden name again, Oh, <laughs> hey, Lewis.
4: Oh, Lewis, honey, I've heard all about your brave gesture, my little bubble-nosed Buck Rogers.
2: Oh, Marilyn, my fair-haired flying fortress. Make me your target for tonight and bomb me with kisses.
4: Oh, Lewis, honey, come into my arms.
2: Bombs away. (laughs) Marilyn, when I'm close to you like this, do you notice how my eyes light up?
4: Yes, Lewis, what does that mean?
2: It must mean something. I ain't no pinball machine.
4: (laughs) Ah, Lewis, darling, you're so romantic. You and I are like those two little lovebirds out there in that tree. See the little girl lovebird and the little boy lovebird? What do you think they're talking about?
3: Worms?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Marilyn. Marilyn, my darling. When you hold me like this, I feel just like a bubble. A beautiful bubble. Floating eastward with the trade wind. Well, what was that? Some white guy in Brooklyn with a BB gun. <laughs> Accompanied by the four hips, here is Camel's lovely Marilyn Maxwell from MGM, producers of the yearly. Marilyn sings.
4: Oh, buttermilk sky, I'm keeping my eye still on you. What's the good word tonight? Are you going to be mellow tonight? Oh, buttermilk sky, can't you see my little donkey and me? We're as happy as a Christmas tree, heading for the one I love. It's going to pop into question that question, do you know It'll be easy, so easy, if I can only bank on you. Oh, Buttermilk Sky,
2: I'm telling you why,
3: now you know. Keep it in fiction- mind tonight, keep the brush nose no
2: clouds from sight.
4: Oh, Buttermilk Hers- anak- <mobiles->, Sky, don't you tell me when I'm you most. A moon above her hips and pores Hits me to the one I love You can if you try Don't tell me no lie Will you be mellow and bright tonight Border mill sky? I'm going to pop with question
3: That question Do you, darling? do you do? It'll be easy, so easy, if I can only bank on you.
4: You can if you try, don't tell me no lie. Will you be mellow and bright tonight? Will you chase all the
3: clouds
4: from sight? Just for me,
3: just for me, spider Sky.
1: Your T-Zone, that's tea for taste and tea for throat, is the supreme judge of a cigarette. Try a camel on your T-Zone and see if the verdict isn't, ah, camels for me. See if your taste doesn't register the most delighted approval of camel's full-bodied, rich flavor, the mellow fragrance of its choice, superbly blended tobaccos. See if your throat is not in full accord with camel's cool mildness. According to a recent nationwide survey, More doctors smoke camels than any other brand. Three leading independent research organizations asked this question of 113,597 doctors. What cigarette do you smoke, doctor? The brand named most was Camel. Yes? According to a recent nationwide survey, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette.
2: Here we are, Costello. Come on, climb into that rocket. Habit, I'm scared. I'm afraid of high places. I even get dizzy when I lick an airmail stamp. My boy, you have nothing to fear. I'm going to help you. First, I'll boost you into the rocket and strap you into the cockpit. Then I'll bolt a hydromatic gyro to your fuselage. I'll rivet your altimeter to your instrument panel. I'll connect your mixmaster to your radar. And then... I'll weld your antenna to your oscillator. (laughs) You wouldn't dare. (laughs) You haven't got the nerve. Shame on you, Costello. Hey, look. Here comes the whole gang with Merlin to see you
4: off. Oh, Lewis, my darling, you're going to be a hero. When you come back, everyone will say...
2: Costello,
3: won't you tell us The secret
4: of your fame? How you got that great reputation Are you a rickenbacker and, and the famous Howard Hughes Build up the nation's aviation My advice
2: to flyers Is never to get cross If your parachute's open, Report it to the board Bon
3: voyage, Costello <laughs> As you aim
4: <and> your At <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> well, great fellow Give my regards to Mars. I've had more hours in the earth than in the For years at full of full I ran the yellow When you get
2: here,
3: the fear, good luck to you, Costello. See you Goodbye
2: to you. Tell me, Costello, a great scientist like you must have some form of relaxation. What do you do to relieve nervous tension? What do I do? I'm a forever blowing bubble with my double bubble gum. Once I blew hard and I heard a splash. My gum flew in
3: my father. Mustache have... <laughs> It's brought a great disaster Two, three, four, two
2: My family Cause when they shape my father's mustache have...
4: When you're way up in the stratosphere. I'm going to miss you so much I'll just think of all those wonderful times We had together Those gay nights At the store club Those dinners at the Ritz Expensive wines That made our love a song The things you bought Last summer I'll have to pay for Oh, winter long.
3: Convoyant Costello. When you prove the moon is made of tea.
4: you will be the nicest fellow. They have on information please. I work with men of science. I never look for glory. Even Einstein calls on me to mop his laboratory. So <laughs> the
3: We'll
2: be making history in the air.
4: As you start your mission Every heart will say a tender prayer <laughs> There's a man up in the sky Who fights up old balloons. He also fights rocket ships His name is Madman Moon. When you get here Let Good luck to
3: you, Costello
4: I'll need it Goodbye to you
2: get into that rocket habit i ain't gonna do it shame on you. i ain't gonna do it shame on you you're a disgrace through the history of aeronautics yeah. scientists have been fighting for years to advance aviation in 1906 the wright brothers what were they fighting for the first airplane flight right in 1926 charles Lindbergh. what was he fighting for to fly the atlantic ocean in 1936 how Hughes. what was he fighting for to fly around the world and in 1946 What are you fighting for? To stay on the Camel Cigarette Program! (laughs) Abbott and Costello will be back in just a moment for Camel
1: Cigarettes. During the war, the makers of Camel Cigarettes sent a total of more than 150 million free camels to our fighting men overseas. Now free camels are sent to servicemen's hospitals instead. This week the camels go to Veterans Hospital, Mount Alto, Washington, D.C. U.S. Army Fitzsimmons General Hospital, Denver, Colorado. U.S. Naval Hospital, Bainbridge, Maryland. U.S. Marine Hospital, Norfolk, Virginia. Veterans Hospital, Oakland, California.
2: Camel broadcasts go out to the United States three times a week. Are rebroadcast to practically every area in the world where our men are still stationed and to our good neighbors in Central and South America. And now here are Bud Abbott and Lou Costello with a final word. Well, Costello, that rocket to the moon tonight was certainly a fizzle. Yeah, it never left the ground. That guy ain't no inventor. I'm the guy that's got the invention. Now, what have you invented? Abbott, my new invention will do away with all electric toasters. There'll be no more electric toasters. No more electric toasters? You just plug in the bread. Oh, good night, folks.
3: (laughs)
1: Important reminder to Christmas shoppers, more pipes smoke Prince Albert than any other tobacco. So when you give Prince Albert to a pipe smoker, you give a gift mighty sure of a warm welcome. Prince Albert gives a pipe smoker the rich flavor of mild tobacco, specially treated to ensure against tongue bites. Smokes nice and even too, because it's crim cut. The big pound tin of Prince Albert is all ready to send. It has a special bright Christmas wrapper on which a gift card is imprinted. And Saturday night, be sure to hear Prince Albert's Grand Ole Opry with the popular singer of American folk songs, Red Foley, at Saturday night on NBC Grand Ole Opry with Red Foley, the Duke of Paducah, and Minnie Pearl.
2: Be sure to tune in next week for another great Abbott and Costello show brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. And remember, try camels in your T-zone. See if they don't suit your taste, your throat to a T. Remember to give camels for Christmas, too. A carton of mild, full-flavored camels makes a wonderful gift. C-A-M-E-L-S